Well, hello. Welcome to Street Fight Radio, uh, the number one anarcho comedy show on any station across the nation, still, for now. Uh, <laughs> uh, I am here this week with a co host, Chris James, the guy that everybody knew was going to be one of the first co hosts of this show. And also, as um, presumably, my name's in the description. They maybe already read it as well, so they knew uh, from that. I just want to say, uh, this is, I guess, my third different show that I'll be appearing on that is not the Reacher Roundtable final episode. Uh, uh, so the Reacher heads are obviously very upset. But hello, very happy to be here on the fucking... This is main feed, right? Main feed, baby. Main oh. feed show that most people listen to. That's so. incredible because I, I did this show, Blocked Party. You know the show, Blocked Party? I do, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I do. Yeah, and they had me on the fucking bonus episode, and they broke it to me like as they were doing the intro. Do you know what I mean? Oh, this is a bonus episode. This is paywall because they knew I wouldn't fucking show. They knew I wouldn't show up for that bullshit. So I appreciate you giving me main feed status. Well, you know, when we found out we needed co-hosts and stuff, uh, you're the first person I thought of, but you were also on vacation last week. So I was. I was. I got uh, John. Don't mm-hmm. tell John. He knows I like the podcast with him, but I did get a hold of Chris first. Yeah. And we talked about it. Actually, John and I, we play softball together. John and I live in the same city, if you can imagine. This guy is, Brian is absolutely fucking just plucking comedians out of Vancouver. I mean, it's like this guy's got some sort of fucking fetish for Vancouver comedians co hosting. <laughs> Um, it's actually kind of sick and it's a concern for me, honestly. I don't kink shame, but that is a bit weird. But no, uh, John and I were driving to softball playoffs. We, we lost a uh, quarterfinal. Um, but we were discussing, you know, hey, if, um, you know, I think you had, you had mentioned something and we thought, you know, I wonder who the first person that's going to get asked is. Will it be John or will it be me? And I said, well, it's me for sure. Um, so I'm really glad to hear that. It was. It was you. I mean, you're always the first person I get a hold of, actually. Mm. Well, that's right. Uh, most you know, of the Ryan, time. I mean, sometimes Ryan. not. Okay, but you well, know what I'm saying. I was just, well, I was just about to say how sweet that was. And I was about to really sort of have a really loving moment for everybody to listen to. And then you started qualifying it uh, immediately and saying that, no, actually, you're not always the first person. Well, hey, I appreciate it. I love doing stuff with you, Brian. I love talking to you. I love chatting with you, whether it's Reacher, whether it's Shock Jocks, or whether it's just shooting the SH or swearing on this. Yeah. Yes. Shooting the shit. Well, what? Yeah. We got Shocktober coming so soon. It's it's like we are in the season kind of. Now, I got to say this. Haven't decided which guys we're doing. Mm-hmm. And uh, I haven't started listening yet. Uh, I go on vacation next uh this weekend Mm, and uh once i yes (laughs) once i get back i'm gonna start working on this thing and let me tell you listeners something that have never been on a patreon uh a lot of opie content really coming Mm. up for me you know what i mean like Mm -hmm. he yeah well and and there is a lot of time still let's keep in mind before i'm not sure when october starts i don't know what i guess october but (laughs) um september (laughs) Does it actually start before? No, October? we're going to record it in I see, September. I see. Yeah, Felix yeah, yeah. is going on tour in October, so we're going to okay. try and take a little bit of the a little bit of the strain off of him before he now, goes on tour. He's like telling me like 
but it's funny because we talked the other night and he was like uh yeah man i'll just fly out uh after later than the rest of the people to get it done so he's very that's beautiful i mean it's funny because we've been talking i guess have you gone to the man cow for governor website yeah i have um but i just wanted to say first i just before i wanted to make sure to say uh, say what i wanted to say and that is that there's a lot of time before we do show october there's a lot of time to reconsider what type of footage how much opie footage we're going to be listening to i think there's time to sort of reconsider maybe scrap all of it maybe we don't even have to do opie at all uh, this year he's got a lot going on though dude he's i mean <laughs> and what you know set? what do you mean he's always has the same fucking shit going on brian <laughs> he's standing in front of a fucking super backlit fucking window <laughs> with the with uh, the, the ocean wind like it's slamming against his phone and he's just talking nonsense he's asking he's answering questions from people in the chat 13 of them and and getting mad about old opie and anthony stuff is that yeah he that's a lot of what he's getting at a little bit. He's so he's currently, same. yeah, but it's a lot. I, I'll tell you this, Chris. It's funny because I know how much you hate listening to that guy, mm -hmm. you know, and uh, that's part of the reason why I, I play a lot of them when we do the mm -hmm. October episodes because I, I know you hate him. And um, I, uh, I listen to him the most for leisure. Of all these guys, for the most, like, I'm just going to check out and see what's going on. Because I do that throughout the year. You know what I mean? Like, I don't just start listening to this stuff in, you know, August, September. I listen to this stuff throughout the year. And when I'm listening to it, uh, I'm not, like, doing it systematically where I'm where I'm like, okay, I, I need to make sure I listen to this much Bubba the Love Sponge and this much Man Cow. And you know what I mean? I just pick one and listen to it for a day and catch up on all their videos. And the one I pick consistently every time is Opie. And I listen to Opie quite a bit too, but it's old clips of Opie and Anthony. Um, and I feel like I, for some reason I can stomach it there. Um, and I still get annoyed by him. And then I also will go into the comments and read how everyone else is really annoyed with them and I'll feel good. Um, but I, but the idea of like watching what he's up to now, it's so, it's just so maddening to me, his whole existence now currently in today's uh, modern day. So I wanted to do this because you're on here. It's very fun. I did go, I have been looking at man cow for governors website lately just to see what's going on no changes at all chris there is one video mm -hmm. up top when's the primary when's the primary what what state is he in chicago illinois right i don't know i would think that it would have already happened maybe some primaries haven't happened yet but mo a lot of them have yeah so you should check and see if it's already passed yeah i should his his i want to say his video I need to make sure that people know that his video for announcing his um, candidacy is not on his YouTube channel. It's on a guy named Tim Brown's YouTube channel, and it has eight subscribers. <laughs> you mean, okay. <laughs> yeah, he, he's got it. I mean, 
<laughs> and his site is still not filled in. So it says the issues. So he's got his issues, his, his 11 issues that he has. And it says new videos every week. And there aren't any videos here. And this was like a long time ago. This site got launched. And uh, the first one is the end to the Illinois toll booths. So I don't know how you feel about toll booths, Chris. We don't really have a lot of toll booths in Canada. I guess there's like, maybe I've passed through a few of them, like toll highways or something. But I don't know. I don't, it's not really a thing in Canada like it is in America. Because I know when I, I was in New York for a bit. Hey, New York City, hey, any, any listeners got from New lot. York City? Yeah, they got, I mean, there's all kinds of them all over the place. I mean, I guess, <laughs> I don't know. It's just, a, just another way for the damn government to get their damn hands in our pockets, as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> But I'm paying to drive on a road. What the oh, hell? We oh, I got to pay to drive on a road? And now I got to pay? Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't park in the area. That parking tickets are bullshit. You don't, you are, you think, because I have a thing about parking tickets that, yes, I will agree with you, Chris. They are yeah. bullshit. But They're bullshit, yeah. They might be the only law enforcement thing mm -hmm. that I can see the reason for you know like well yeah because like they want to line their annoying. damn pockets because they want to fucking line their damn pockets <laughs> you know what i mean that's yeah i can see the reason for it too because they want to get freaking fat in their damn wallets off of johnny taxpayer <laughs> i don't believe in speeding i don't believe in speed limits agreed uh, speeding tickets are the same thing all tickets every single ticket that you speak of is just a way for the government to get their grubby hands on people's fucking hard-earned <laughs> money that's true. It's not what well, 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 you're being punitive for. What reason is there any? Is there any indication that? I mean, I guess. I guess it could be. It, it could. It could stop somebody from from you know committing the crime again. You know what I mean? Like it could potentially do that. But I, I don't know. I, I think it's more meant to be punitive, and it's more meant for money making. And I think that, like in certain circumstances, that's you know uh, verifiable. I don't think parking tickets are that though. I think mm -hmm. parking tickets are kind of that. Yeah, they are because like, they just arbitrarily decide these areas that you can and can't park. I agree. Some of them, of course, if it's blocking some area where it's necessary, but there are other things where they just arbitrarily decide, Hey, this is a place you can't park. And if you park here <laughs> in the city that you live in, then you have to pay us $150 for what? <laughs> but you don't think like, I mean, this like I, I'm not trying to take the side of the government or the police. I also want to clarify I don't drive. <laughs> <laughs> but I do want to say I do think like people would just park and leave their car there. If yeah, if there wasn't any kind of co consequence. If we just said like yeah, there's no parking tickets. I mean, we would prefer it if you didn't park here because parking is a completely different crime from murder right yeah i understand what you're saying so you're talking about parking tickets where someone parks too long somewhere or yeah or in like i said in a play like what do you do mm -hmm. if somebody parks their car in front of your driveway like well yeah i, I mean that's a, that's an entirely different thing and then i think that's an issue between two citizens two private citizens and you take <laughs> it up with that person and you discuss it with them it's your neighbor or whatever, and you say, hey, you can't park here. I just seen somebody post that online, and they put a note up. 
on, on the person's window saying, hey, somebody could have reported you and blah, 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 but I'm not, but please don't let it happen again. Citizens yes. just, 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 just dealing with it on their own without getting the government involved at all. You don't think though that the person that got that note was pissed off about it? Like that, about the that, note? Like, yeah, about the note, just being like, fuck you, man. You know, because I, I don't know. It depends on it depends on the kind of person. Because you're right. Some people, <laughs> the people who are like, yo, I could do no wrong in this world. I've never done anything <laughs> wrong. And everybody is fucked. There are people like that, and they are they do tend to be the kind of people who park in front of someone's driveway in the first place. <laughs> so you might yeah. have a point that they might just be like, Oh, suck my fucking dick, Charlie Brown. You know, when they <laughs> see that. Um, but maybe they're like, Oh shit, okay, this person's right they are actually doing something nice here by not giving me a ticket. And Hey, it's a tough economy these days. I, I don't want to get fucking eaten up on, on these fucking parking tickets. So I actually am going to not park there. I actually am going to be decent. Like the way that they were decent. Uh, and Hey, that's a perfect yeah. society. But America. I'm the guy that says, fuck that person. You know what I mean? Like you are, you, man. what do you, but what yeah. do you mean? You're in the wrong. I know. But well, why do you react that way then? Do you ever, you don't drive, so you wouldn't do this, but there I are did. times where you're not paying attention to what you're doing, you know? Okay, and you I believe that's called distract, distracted driving, I believe is not, the term for it. I'm not texting the, or anything. I believe the term is distracted driving. It's a, it's a ticketable offense, and you certainly would have no issue with that, uh, Timmy <laughs> Tickets over here. <laughs> but I'm driving, like, okay, here's something that happens that I've always said makes me fucking crazy. Mm -hmm. is um a lot of neighborhoods in ohio and mostly most of the country uh 25 mile an hour is the speed limit can you give that in, to me in in regular what is it let me let me <laughs> let me do that because that to me hour. in i think it's 35 or something that'll be my guess my guess is yeah. 35 um but that's the speed limit in most in most neighborhoods when you're driving when you're driving in a residential area and okay so i live in uh i live like in the downtown area of columbus but like a mile up a road like a it's like a mile away suburb from from downtown it's 40 and, kilometers an hour so that yeah so yeah that's fast it sounds so much more fast when you say 40 it's not when you say 25 40 40 kilometers is slow it's like 25 miles per hour yeah <laughs> but the roads here are really like uh thin is that the way narrow narrow roads when you're driving through my neighborhood okay and like they can fit two cars but just barely no can't fit two cars you one car has to pull over gotcha. so the other okay. car can go right yeah and there are kids in the neighborhood because it's a neighborhood that people primarily move to to get their kids in a good school district. And um, I would be driving. I, I would drive, right? And I'm going 25, exactly, not over. But when you're driving on these narrow roads by a bunch of cars parked on either side of the road, that can seem faster. And people standing outside of their house will just scream, slow down at you when you're going and, 25 miles per hour yeah or 30 you know because a lot of times in the, in wuss united the wussification of america is real <laughs> <laughs> a lot of times in the united states also i don't know how they do it in canada but you can go nine it, it's nine yeah yeah, okay. yeah it's 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 ten percent 
Yeah, it's nine percent over ten percent ten percent over the speed limit before yeah. you, before they'll ticket you. As long as you're not at ten miles over is how it works here in most okay. places. If, you know, you want to. It's a bit yeah. wild, ten miles over, because we're talking a twenty-five mile per hour speed limit. So it's like twenty-five <laughs> or thirty-four. Yes, like those are yes. very different. Thirty-four is 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 reasonably fast. Yes, but I do know that I'm pissed off or, or that I'm driving. There's nobody in the street. I'm not yeah. fucking driving carelessly. And yeah. people just stand outside of their house and be like, slow down. Yeah. And like that, I know I'm in the wrong. You're not in the of. wrong. You're not in the wrong there, though. That's why it makes you angry, because you're not in the wrong. You're driving the speed limit. You're following the rules. And so yes. you're not in the wrong, you know? customs though i'm following customs not rules right yeah like a, a custom is it's like when you go to washington dc right and yeah. you get on there have you ever been there no okay so you're in washington dc <laughs> they have imagine if i went to washington dc oh there's the there's the white house oh there's the capitol building <laughs> oh boy <laughs> I love it there. I fucking right. love that city. I'm just okay. I guess I would go there. I live on the West Coast. So yeah. most of the place. I did go to New York City and live there for a little bit because my mom lived there. Um, but yeah, most of the time I go to West Coast places like Oregon or like Seattle. Uh, yeah, uh, Los Angeles. Oh, you haven't even like seen that. the real America, Chris. That's kind of no, sad. No, it's true. I, you know where I'm going next though is Idaho, which I know is not middle America either, but it's more real America. Yeah, well, I, I have this, like, really big fantasy of bringing uh, you and John and Stefan and Dan to Ohio so mm -hmm. and to go to a heavy metal festival so that you guys can, like, really get the feeling wow. for America. I mean, that would be incredible, and I would absolutely love that. Now, it's interesting <laughs> to me that Jesse doesn't get the invite, though. That's great. For, no, but I'm happy he's with not, it. He's not Canadian. Oh, right? I see. Like, I see. I see. I see. Jesse has seen America. You know, Jesse lives in Nashville. Jesse he lives in he lives outside of Nashville. He's he lives in America. Yeah, he's seen yeah. he's seen what happens out there. Yeah. <laughs> I just pick you three because well, I think Dan would love it here. Producer Dan would just he go. Well, yeah, producer Dan it. does not fit in in Vancouver. He no. seems like he should live in Ohio. Yeah. yeah, and I think uh, John would. Uh, I I actually made fun of him a cut last week, maybe when I said something That's about awesome. bringing him here, and I said that he would wear like white gloves, like he's a fancy boy that wears white gloves and checks yeah. everything. So that's why him and Stefan, I think, would also have fun here. So I think yeah. you guys would have fun. Um, and I want to take you to a place that uh uh, you know, I think would make you miserable. Is I is would um. I would love to come to Ohio. I would love to come to different places in America, truly. I mean, I've started playing GeoGuessr on my Twitch streams, and I'll explore America. If you know, don't know what GeoGuessr is, it drops you in a place on Google Maps, Street View, and you have to use clues to figure out where you are, and then you guess. So it's really good to play on Twitch because all my chat and everyone lives all over America, and they're like, oh, that's fucking my neighborhood, you know? Um, but but doesn't, yeah, I, I, hmm? doesn't most of it look the same? I have found that that there are some instances where it's just like, oh, well, this is definitely, you know, friggin' Washington or whatever. And it's like, no, this is Ohio, you know, and it's yeah. like, like there are certain there's certain like neighborhoods 
like in the south um there's there's neighborhoods that all are you can't tell the difference if you're in a neighborhood you know if you're just like walking through streets but I, I you can you can generally tell there's there's different things that are giveaways you know there's different businesses and stuff that only exist and I mean you use context clues I I tend to which I don't know what you're technically supposed to do but maybe I'll every now and then phone a business that I see on there and just ask them where they are <laughs> <laughs> I think is really so. What I do is I pretend like I I'll be like, um, oh, I have to make a unrelated phone call to my mechanic. Uh, I have to bring my car in, so I need to see where he's located. So just hang on one second, and I'll call while I'm on the street. Um, it but just yeah. feels like so much of the. I don't know. I I've only been to Windsor, Canada, so I don't. That's have Ontario. Like a- Windsor, Ontario. So that's that's East Coast. That's that's a it's yeah Detroit basically it's basically like, it's the same as detroit yeah you got to cross a bridge mm-hmm. and it's still the same place and um it, toronto is very similar to like is a big city a big like american kind of city um but uh, yeah brian i mean you'd love vancouver it I is and can, and can i tell you one, one of the reasons why you would love it what what is i uh, if it's drug related i already know that oh well yeah no i mean yes but no no, it is the fucking walkability, Brian. Oh, I'm talking I this. I I could walk everywhere here in like a really nice way. Like, you know, like it is meant for walking. There is a seawall that goes all the way around the outside of the city along the water. And it is one of the most beautiful walks that you'll ever have. Um, so I, I, you say you want to bring me uh, uh, out to uh, Ohio. I want to bring you up to Canada, to Vancouver, and just walk around in the city with you all fucking day long. I think uh, I could wear you out, unfortunately, but I I would totally do that. I always have. I mean, Brian, I'll like- do 40,000 steps in a day. I I don't know who you think you're fucking talking to. Wait, are <laughs> you, you know, I don't know about that because yeah. I really do thirty five to forty five. I mean, I don't I don't do that regularly, but that's like a big day for me would be a thirty five or a forty thousand step day where I'm just on the move the entire day. I mean, I'll walk. Around. I did a stream, an hour and a half stream, just walking around the city. I'll walk you know, uh, uh, 15 kilometers just to all the way to the end of Stanley Park, all the way through the whole city of Vancouver and back. So I, I'm a proper a walker. You mm-hmm. did a stream doing that? Yeah. Did you talk to any of the uh, people walking around the city or anything? I talked to some people, but not really. It was mainly about showing people things in Vancouver, you know, and like different things from my life. Like, oh, there's the first place I ever did stand-up comedy. And I went into Nando's Chicken to... Portuguese chicken place uh, had some had some chicken there uh, on stream oh, with some chocolate that's milk. So, that's so interesting, Chris. Yeah. You know who else does that? Who? Opie from the Opie and I should have known when you started asking questions about my walking stream. I was like, he seems weirdly interested in this. It's not really an interesting thing, but he seems really inquisitive about this subject matter. Does he do those anymore, Brian? Does yes. he even do? He still does. Because mm-hmm. I thought he stopped doing those. I thought because you haven't. I will say that you have not brought one of those to Shocktober in a while. I think the last couple of years, definitely last year, it was just him stand at his house you know doing streams or whatever yes yeah but yeah yeah no he's now out he goes out still sometimes you know my favorite era of opie was and i'm sorry i'm not going to talk anymore i know this is like shocktober i'm sorry everybody (laughs) 
My favorite era of Opie was when he first stopped Opie Radio and he was doing his podcast in the bar <laughs> with his friends. And it was and it was just a microphone on a table of a full busy bustling bar and it was not directional microphones it was just a microphone that you picked up all of the room noise so you'd hear like somebody at another table being like you know cynthia was like walking over to by my dad's house the other day and fucking saw the thing going by you know and you're like wait was that a guest on the podcast but no it was a guy at another table okay sorry sorry yeah but I, yeah, it is funny. It is funny that, that like, uh, I don't think that that's a bad stream idea or anything. It's just very funny that, you know, it's him. He oh, does it. A lot of really me. shitty people do those walking around streams. Those like IRL streamers, you know, where they like have the selfie stick and they're talking to people and trying to like just clown on them or whatever. Um, yeah, I definitely would never want to become one of those the truth is i was on vacation and i was going for a walk anyways into stanley park and i just thought hey i'm supposed to be streaming now why don't i just stream this to the nice viewers you know i am not yeah. fucking opie hughes you're a little bit um well that makes you, you anthony uh, okay that's i mean okay at least i'm the funny one you know what i mean i'll just i guess i'll, I'll take that as a compliment I'm i guess the one that i mean you're also, the talent. also a racist pedophile <laughs> <laughs> I never check into him. He but, that guy yeah. bums me out heavily. Oh yeah, yeah. You can't be checking into Anthony these days. No, no. You get your you get your fucking computer seized if you check in too much on Anthony these days. <laughs> so uh I guess like having you on here I, is to do something that we haven't ever me and you have never been able to talk about that fits really well on on the Street Fight uh feed is work uh ha, have you had like a lot of shitty jobs or oh. are you uh uh i didn't have to work you know what i mean i i oh not... i had to work and i had the shittiest jobs all of the ones <laughs> you could think of all of the big ones you know the real i worked okay so my my first job ever was working in a hotel and it, my first job ever was my best job ever <laughs> <laughs> See, mine, mine was mine was McDonald's. Okay, yeah, and I still have dream nightmares about working at McDonald's. So my first job, maybe it's because I'm lazy. I suppose really yeah, traumatized I, me. I did not do. Um, I did not do fast food. So I should say that is one of the shitty jobs. One of the few. I've okay. I'll go through all of my shitty jobs that I did, but I will say. And this will, uh, I think, land with your audience well. The, one of the main reasons I only discovered after uh, why my first job was the best job, because guess what was unique about my first job, Brian? At, at, at the hotel. hotel. Guess what was unique um, compared to the other ones? Discount? It was fucking unionized, my friend. I was in a union. I was in a fucking union, the Hospitality Workers Union. Uh, I forget what it, what the local was, but uh, that was my first job as a 16-year-old. I was a banquet uh, a ho house person, so I set up all the big banquets, and I would serve oh. at them sometimes. Um, I mean, it was not a great job, but the pay was good because we were unionized. I had great, um, like, so I would work overtime, and I would get paid double time for overtime. 
Um, and it, it, the breaks, we got good long breaks and it was a pretty happy, that was the thing I noticed is that the workers were happier and it was a more fun and enjoyable place to work because they were getting paid a reasonable wage and because uh, uh, they you know, got uh, subsidized properly for overtime uh, and they got proper breaks and stuff. So what yeah, are, like- What are the like laws up there about overtime actually? I I think I'm not sure what the actual labor laws are on overtime. I'm not sure. And this was a long time ago, of course, as well. This was 20 years ago that I worked there. I'm 37 years old now. Uh, well, they the law here is over 40 hours. You have to be paid time and a half. Mm. But the way I think it's they, minimum. I think it's minimum time and a half. I think that is the case here. But yeah, they, they, these people pay double time. They get around it now by making everybody a lot of places will make everybody a manager and uh then pay them uh, salary and then yeah. they don't have to pay time and a half like my wife works at a place that a huge company i mean massive company and uh they pay her they pay her salary and she works sometimes 60 hours a week like just they won't let them off because they're like you're important you know, we pay you salary and you don't have yeah. to do overtime at all for salary. They're like, you are the uh, you are the monetary transaction manager. And it's like, OK, what are my duties? They're like, well, you will be working at the cashier till. Uh, for <laughs> That's your seriously, job. we had ended up me and Brett had ended up finding out that at Jimmy John's mm -hmm. that the way they get around like union stuff and stuff like that is that everybody's a manager. And there was also, this is the wildest thing. Uh, uh, cause Jimmy John is just a nasty man. I don't know if you know I don't, anything I don't, about that. We, we don't have Jimmy John's up here. And I, I, I'm like familiar with that, but I'm not super familiar with it. It's a sandwich shop, but the guy that run the, the owner of Jimmy John's is just, he hunts like, you know, he, hunts for like a, a big game he's like Trophy a big hunter. game hunter yeah he's just gross and he um <laughs> he almost said poacher <laughs> yeah there's like a picture did, i did, did he i did almost because <laughs> that is a different crime i mean both of them are inexcusable but poaching is like a legal crime where you're like <laughs> outside of like the, the the laws that the fucking people have decided you can kill this many animals in this area so he he may he basically doesn't ever want a union and he was in a union city is where he started up up north in minneapolis or something um that, that's like a way more union city mm -hmm. i believe and uh his thing is everybody's a manager and also um what everybody's a manager and also you have to sign a non-compete like a, a, a 90 day non-compete to work making sandwiches. So you can't just quit and go work at a different fast food restaurant. You gotta, you gotta find a different kind of job, <laughs> which Don't is realize it, it should just be so clear. The, the like need for unions, like just the, by by the fact that the people who own these companies don't want them so much, like, don't you understand business? Like just as like a, even a dumb person, you're like, Oh, the reason these fucking business owners don't want unions is because they are good for the worker. Yeah. You know, like that's well, a very obvious thing to a conclusion to draw. My brother-in-law is at the stoop, one of the stupidest man I've ever met. Like okay. in my well, life. I mean, I mean, does he like, listen? 
No, he hates me because I, he hates me because I made fun of flat earthers and he's a, he's a flat earther. He's just a truly dumb fucking idiot. What's his name? And, There's a guy I prank who's like this flat earth guy. What's this guy's na- first name start with? P Pat. His name's okay, Pat. No, it's not. It's not the same. But he's Can you also, imagine? <laughs> he's not a streamer or anything. He's just. Okay. He's a guy that works in HVAC repair. Like and um, Anthony, Kumia. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Kumia and he just dumb. believes all this crazy stuff. Like he, you know, you ask him about gravity. I, I remember my wife one time said, "Well, what about gravity?" And I don't think either one of me or my wife know how gravity works. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know why gravity exists or how it works, but like, I assume it has something to do with the Earth being round or or like a, a globe, mm-hmm. and it's spinning. You know. And he was like, I don't, maybe it's God. Cause he, you know, he's also very into God too. So like, he's a flat earther and he gets a job at a, a place, a logistics company where you're like loading trucks and shit like that. And, um, he, it's a union shop, but like all of the senior workers have better jobs the the seniority and like they they you know they kind of hold on to the jobs and and they can take longer breaks and stuff like that than the people at the bottom so he's like been super anti-union since then just because he thinks he had a bad experience with a union not quite understanding that as he gets older, he's going to need more of those allowances and then yeah. he would actually get the benefit of seniority at some point. Yeah, that, that, <laughs> yeah. I also I mean, had a, I, 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 you know, I don't talk about it a lot on here, but I actually had a, a kind of ax to grind with the unions. I, I didn't like, I didn't really like them for, for a number of years growing up because I worked at a grocery store that was unionized and uh minimum wage was four dollars and fifty cents an hour at that time no 425 maybe it was 425 an hour and i was making like 515 which wasn't as much money and like uh you know no vacation time you know none of that stuff you just didn't get any benefits at all that you would associate with being in a union and then also you had to pay your dues and i was you know 18 years old and I didn't understand what a union was or what was going on. But there were a few years where I was like, I don't need no fucking union. Yeah. You know what I mean? They don't. And, and, they I, don't do and I, I think obviously like anything else too, there are bad unions. There are like people who get involved organizing unions at local levels or whatever, who do a bad job. They, they're, they are not good at negotiating collective bargaining agreements, you know, like, so it's definitely, and also like the really rich and powerful people are always holding unions down. So it is really sort of hard for unions to gather strength and to like, you know, there are certain unions, Teamster unions and stuff that are really established. And so they have all of these people and they have people that do the negotiations and everything. But yeah, I mean, when you're constantly fighting against the big guy and you're on like a local level, it can be hard sometimes. Sometimes you're up against it and you end up losing those battles. And yeah, it can be frustrating for an individual worker, especially when you're younger and you don't really see the bigger picture. You just see the fucking paycheck. And and yeah, but for me, it was nothing but good um, yeah. being in the union. Well, I, I did is- not 
didn't mind paying the dues at all. Uh, didn't bother me because I made I way more. You know, I will say that I assume it was actually good for me too. You in know, the end, you I just, just you just you were unable to see it at that time with your narrow view of the world. Yes, yes, because yeah. the only jobs I'd had at that point were uh, McDonald's, Chuck E. Cheese, and then. I started at Kroger, so I'd, I'd only had three jobs. Classic jobs, by the way. Chuck E. Cheese. <laughs> like, no, 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 like Kroger, uh, McDonald's, and Chuck E. Cheese. Like, I mean, if you told someone in a foreign country that you worked there, uh, you're an American, they would maybe ask if you worked at those places. The, the funny thing about that is, is that, like, I didn't want any of those three jobs, right? And I've talked about how there's, like, tiers to teenage jobs where, like, the lower for me, it felt that because I didn't dress nice for interviews and, you know, I kind of haphazardly filled out the application and, and kind of didn't present myself well, that I felt like I was getting the lower tier jobs when all I wanted was I wanted to work at a movie theater because oh, I wanted to be able to go to the movies. That's the you know fucking, what I mean? That's what I want to do now, dude. They're hiring <laughs> they're hiring at the movie theaters down by my place and I also I was like I know I have a job and I'm like kind of busy with it already and I'm like, you know, I I do all I know I, it's not like a money thing, but like it would just be so fucking cool to work at the theater and I could also help to like improve the theater experience cuz I go there so much. That I could be like, yo, this is what it's like. This is what needs to happen a little bit. And I could slowly try to like get some of those ideas going to make the movie theaters better. But also, yeah, just getting to watch free movies. Sorry. Yeah. That, I, I'm literally thinking Christmas, about it. Though. You know I'm, what I mean? I'm thinking about it right now. Like as a 37-year-old guy, I'm thinking about going and getting a part-time job at a movie theater. The hours at movie theaters are brutal, though. Because late, you have to late. work Christmas. You have to work really oh. late at night. You have to work every holiday. They don't close. Movie I don't know if you're I don't know if you're familiar with the job market around here in in Vancouver but uh, the workers are they're making the calls now. <laughs> Everyone <laughs> needs workers and you decide you jump from job to job. It is a workers market at the moment my friend. So well, I will not be working be, on Christmas. <laughs> it's supposed to be one here too but you uh, know they just they would rather say nobody wants to work. Yeah. You know what I mean? They like, do say that here. They definitely do say that here a little bit. Maybe not as much, but it, it. I mean, I will say it is like nothing I've ever experienced in my life. Businesses literally closed because they don't have people to work at them, though. It I mean, genuinely, I restaurants that. like closed for three days a week instead of two or one because they don't. And like, I remember I called one of the ones locally and I was like, what happened? You guys are. And they're like, we don't have enough people to work. Yeah. I want to know. As far as like the hotel job, did you get a discount on hotel rooms? Yes, I got a discount on hotel rooms and I got a discount on it was like it was a um, best Western. It was like, no, it was the Richmond Inn, it was called. And it was part of like a restaurant or, or a hotel group rather with a bunch of like Marriott and all these different ones. Yeah. So it was like weird. It wasn't it was weird. It was like one person owned all of these different ones, but they weren't one brand, you know? But it meant that when I, when I went to those other places, I could get a 40% discount or something huge, maybe 60% discount. That's a lot. Um, the, me and Brett originally toured. Uh, I never was really supposed to say it. I couldn't, I shouldn't have ever said that, but the original Street Fight tours were able to happen because uh, my sister was working at a hotel 
Yeah. And uh, I could get the hotel discount. So we could just travel the country and stay in hotels for like $40 a night, which is like makes the whole thing much easier. And, uh, you know, I, I wish that my brother would have got a job at an airline. That's what you need. You need somebody with the hotel and somebody with the airline. My, um, you know how wild I was? I mean, I was a teen, you know, so I didn't really know any better, but I would like rent out the hotel my hotel that I worked at and like take mushrooms with my friends and just like go wild in a hotel room for like, you know, cause it only cost me like $40 a night or whatever for this really nice hotel room. So I would do that regularly and I would do it for my friends. I would like get them hotel rooms and stuff. Yeah. And I did. And it was really like, I shouldn't have been doing that at all. Um, okay. I want to say some of my other shitty jobs, but just before we get off of it, um, I have, I worked at Best Buy um, so that's doing a retail. dream job, Chris. That's no, a dream isn't. job. No, it, it isn't. is. It actually, no, it let isn't. me explain why. No, it isn't. No. As did a you, guy, have you ever done it? Have you ever done no. it? And no. I have. So I'm telling but, you, it's not. It's dream. It is a teenager, early twenties dream job. That's how old I was. That's how old I was. I'm going to tell I'm you tell why, you why Chris. I'm going to tell you why it is. No food. Look, no food and no dirt is fucking the best jobs you can get at that age and no food no dirt i can't imagine how best buy could be a bad job other okay, than let, shitty pay and boss let me explain to you let me explain to you how it's a shitty job okay terrible pay so basically minimum wage pay didn't allow you to get any commission like future shop so future shop was on commission you'd get something off of the sales they stripped that off entirely but they what they did was they forced you to sell the uh, product service plan for like two hundred dollars to like coverage or whatever, and they forced you to sell it to people, even though it was a terrible thing that was ripping them off of money. And it would be some old person, and they would fucking make you do it. And if you didn't do it, they would like at the till they would like ask, did, "Were you offered the service plan or whatever?" And if you did, if they didn't fucking say it, you would get reprimanded, and you would actually get in trouble. It was just a fucking terrible, terrible, terrible uh, a job. Like like um, the the shortest amount of breaks that they were allowed to give you, you know. Um, lowest amount of pay again, didn't have a union and treated the employees like shit and was just a generally bad environment to work at. Not the Got worst job I, because I also did. I also worked, you say dirt. I mean, I worked in warehouses and those were probably depending like some of them, I was just unloading boxes out of containers in the, in the sun for like 50 pound boxes for 10 full hours. I would work 10 hour shifts and I would just unload boxes the entire time uh, in the sun. And that was like a fucking nightmare. I've talked about it on many other shows, but I worked on this place called Anasis Island. You could, I, I had to take a, a fucking one hour uh, um, or one hour, 15 minute bus ride to the edge of it. It was a McDonald's right on the edge. It was just this industrial island and it smelled like shit because it was a sewage treatment plant there. And I would have to walk a full 45 minutes because there was no way to get there from the bus stop. 45 minutes with no sidewalks because it was an industrial park. Fucking big trucks driving by, pushing me off the side. I would walk 45 minutes there, 45 minutes home, and an hour and 50 minutes. It was two hours there, two hours back to work for fucking 10 hours unloading boxes, <laughs> uh, 50 pound boxes. It was truly, I've said it many times, I listened to Wolf Parade, apologies uh, to the Queen Mother. 
uh, a very great album. Uh, I would listen to it. It was 45 minutes long. I would listen to it, um, you know, from the bus to, to my work every day. And I can't listen to the album anymore, even though it's one of my favorite albums. I can't because it fucking brings me back to that place and it makes me feel fucking terrible. That's um, yeah. Warehouse work is tough. Like in, in Columbus here, there is a part of the city just outside the city called Rickenbacker that, um, that's, that's, that's where cute. all the warehouses are. Oh, sure. Yeah. <laughs> Rickenbacker sounds like it would be like an old English kind of part, like Oden Rickenbacker, you know, like it's like a quaint little town, but it's not. You're saying it's, it's an industrial nasty mess. Yeah. It's where a lot of the warehouses are. And um, I used to like really try to get jobs there. But at the time, all of them drug tested. I think that's the thing that I've been pretty surprised about is that like, they're like, nobody wants to work anymore, but I'm sure the same people are still drug testing, you know? And that's like, wild. I, that's gotta be an American thing For, because I've, I, I, I never experienced it one time. Maybe it's not, and I've just been lucky or whatever. I have never, ever, ever been drug tested to get a job ever in my entire life. And in all the numerous jobs I've I've gotten, I've never been drug tested once. Well, when I graduated college, which wouldn't I wouldn't have got very, any of the jobs. I know. <laughs> I was very old at the time when I because I, I went to college when I was 36. So I graduated when I was like 40. And um, you know, Street Fight wasn't really making any money. I didn't even know if Street Fight was gonna be a thing that I was gonna be able to do for a living. So I had to go get a job. Um and uh, I went to an industrial uh, place called Dawson Industrial, and it is a temp agency that businesses use to basically break unions. Is, manpower, is how it kind of works. Manpower. They have one here called Manpower, and like there's a few different ones. Yeah. Yeah, and they use them so they can bring in a bunch of temps to show the workers that work there that like, you know, I mean, we don't necessarily need you. We could just, we've got these scabs them. on the ready. Like there is, <laughs> yeah. we literally have a full pen of scabs just to toss <laughs> out there. Yeah. And, and they'll be glad to take the job and they'll they take it in a second. Uh, at the, <laughs> one of the warehouses I worked at, they, they would bring guys from manpower. And one time they, they brought in this guy who was like a full blown murderer. He like told us how he murdered a guy with a baseball bat. <laughs> they, good worker they, though. Good worker. Hey, you know, just cause you murder somebody doesn't mean that you're a bad worker. Let me tell you, he served his time. He paid his debt to society. I was not being judgmental about it. It was not my place to judge. <laughs> I was just kind of staying out of his way. <laughs> you know, and ex murderers need a job too. You know, I, I mean, mean, truly, I if you're if truly, I mean, if we're living in the society where that we decide that, you know, they get back out, they need to work and contribute and do something so good on him. But yes, I was staying very clear of him. Yeah, I wouldn't piss him off. Yeah, is. Uh, uh, but yeah, he smelled Dawson, bad, too. He smelled bad. I didn't mention it. Well, everybody at a warehouse smells bad. I mean, well, this guy was job, particularly right? like I remember it. <laughs> I uh uh at the I I went to apply at this temp agency because me and Brett were starting to do you know live gigs and stuff and I I I had been driving for Lyft and um I don't know I just wasn't making enough money and I was spending like way Sorry, and I hate to cut time. you off again but this is really funny you were like yo I'm driving for Lyft I'd rather be driving forklift. <laughs> <laughs> 
I mean, that was worth stopping, right? It's <laughs> a good point. It, well, I've never, I, I've never been able to like, I've never been able to do any job in a warehouse that wasn't box maker. Every time so I go never work did, at a you warehouse, you never were certified. No, because they wouldn't let me. They would just be like, "You seem, you know." I was certified, like a box and maker. I I rode that forklift run. I had jobs where I fully like was on the forklift the entire uh, shift, and that was fun, man. That was really, but honestly, a little bit scary because the forklifts are you know dangerous. You'd see people like flip them and go off the things and like hurt themselves legitimately. You have to drug test to do a forklift here. Certainly, like I didn't anywhere. Have to. I did not have to. I was on a forklift, forklift certified, and I was high on drugs. They, yeah, they make you. So I go to this temp agency, and I'm just like, you know, I just need some work to get me until, you know, I, I'm, I'm like, I want to see if I can get street fight up. I also was thinking about going to get my teacher certificate. And like, uh, I was just like, we just need money coming into the house Yeah, is, is what we need because, you know, my daughter was pretty young or getting to be, you know, 10, 11, where they just start asking for money constantly. Mm -hmm. And, um, so I, 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 uh, go to this place. I do all the, all the orientation shit and stuff like that. And then they're just like. We're going to need you to take a drug test. And I just was like, for a temp job? No, I'm yeah, that's yeah, yeah. never happening. Like that yeah. is the sort of like any temp job, job is for the guys on drugs. Yeah, because yeah, I, I didn't want to quit smoking weed because that's what they're really checking for. They're not checking but that's for anything such else. Fucking, that is honestly such fucking bullshit. It's honestly such fucking bullshit. You're telling me people who take drugs don't aren't allowed to work? Like, <laughs> what, what the fuck are you talking about? Like, what jobs are they meant to work at? You know, like, I, do you understand? There's plenty of functioning fucking drug users that fucking have jobs in society and work. I do think in the United States, though, it is probably some kind of a, a, a deal between the you know, the insurance companies and the drug testing companies yeah. is what I've always kind of thought where it's like, well, you They're know, we're going to line their pockets. Just like with the tickets, with the parking <laughs> tickets, a very well, similar thing to the parking tickets is what you're saying. <laughs> yeah, well, I agree. Yeah. But I do think like that, that cause the thing I've always heard about drug tests is that like, it is harder for a company to get a good rate, a good insurance rate. If they don't specifically to like workman's comp mm. and um and uh just health insurance, right? Like it's harder for them to get a good rate if they don't drug test. And there are all these companies uh called like Quest Diagnostics and shit that that like there's like two or three companies that you you get drug tested at. And it just always felt to me like it was sort of a deal between the insurance companies and those companies to to make that the rule and when you're drug testing people for a job you're not like drug testing them for coke or heroin or anything like that because that stuff i mean you just have to not do it for two days and mm -hmm. it cycles through your system so like it is and i think people who do coke and heroin should be able to have a job i, I don't think that's like the, I don't think that's like a deal breaker for me at all. Hey, pl hey plenty of them do. Plenty, hey, one of them used to have a job 
during, from uh, 2016 uh, to 2020 as the president of the United States. <laughs> sorry, I'm sorry. I know you don't like to get <laughs> <No>. political. <laughs> I'm sorry. But it, it, I think it like, I, I think like the types of jobs that drug test, like there is a grocery store chain called Meyer in mm -hmm. the United States that drug tests. There's restaurants in in the united restaurant chains that drug test it's like 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 these are where drug people who take drugs are supposed to work this is what i don't understand it's like i can understand if you're like oh a, a, a hospital do you know what i mean if you're going to be like working like you know as a nurse or something or doing something like an assistant to like you know where you're or, or, or you're like a pilot or, yeah. or a bus yeah. driver or anything that Truck involves driving. driving or driving or whatever i understand that i understand but it's like i, I don't know well the the uh uh like hey i'm not i don't take cocaine myself and i think it, it's it's you know n has a lot of negative things and it's not something you should get into but also i think that people who are taking cocaine who may or may not be addicted to it or whatever should also be allowed to have jobs somebody at it who works at a grocery store should be allowed to go home at the end of the night on a weekend and fucking take cocaine with their friends when they're 19 when they're drinking and not fucking worry about not having a fucking way to pay their like it's just it's such fucking nonsense man the war on drugs is such fucking nonsense it's crazy and, and like i said all that stuff at, it gets out of your system pretty fast i mean you know lsd is you know you can't drug test for lsd which i, I don't think lsd is like this big bad thing but yeah. i would say that it's more uh high intensity than than marijuana and the only thing that stays in your system for longer than a couple of days is weed and that's like because that, you can do jobs on weed like a yeah, lot yeah. of them like a lot yeah. of them and a lot of people have and do and they've proved it over time that they can do the job on weed so yeah. like and le weeds i mean now it's probably different right with like legalization like is weed legal no. in your state it is it is it is legal in ohio medical marijuana is uh uh legal here mm -hmm. but uh they still a lot of jobs still drug test it like doesn't matter if you have a card or anything they drug test you and if you have weed in your system you know that, uh, they can still how, not hire you oh man I, that that actually makes me really angry me too that makes Trust me them. really really angry like that like what are you trying to do there like wh what type of a person are you trying to fucking mold like a yeah. bunch of fucking Ned Flanders fucking nerds never done a sh fucking thing in their life. So they don't know how good it is. Well, I've always found that to be like the, the, the thing that really frustrates me the most about the, 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 you know, loosening of the weed laws in the United States is like, uh, you know, in Denver and Colorado there, they've had the longest recreational weed and there's still a shitload of jobs at drug tests and will not hire you if cannabis comes up in your system. But, you know, obviously booze, you know, that's fine because it's legal. And in in Ohio, I mean, you can look at you can look at job listings and and you know, most of them will have a drug screen. And that drug screen isn't like weed isn't like cut out of isn't like a cutout in it where it's like well if it's weed it's fine and if you have a prescription that's okay because they just don't want you know people doing weed 
Why aren't and, civil uh, rights? Why aren't civil rights lawyers like dealing with stuff like that? I don't know? think. I don't think that in the United States. I. I. I think there are a lot of lawyers that are working hard to like sort of try to figure it out. Stefan, uh, uh, can a barrister on on a guy I known for a while like goes okay. and. Oh, you meant Stefan from Go Off Kings? I was like, holy fuck, he's leading the charge. No wonder he's not getting anywhere. <laughs> <We're fucked. laughs> Mr. Do Nothing over there, jeez. <laughs> no, it's a guy I've known for a long time. He's like a weed lawyer in. <laughs> in california that'll that'll sort of help people out or help dispensaries out and shit like that back when obama was having the uh dea raid them because it was mm -hmm. still illegal federally and i think that's part of the issue in the united states too is like it's still illegal federally and it doesn't look like it's going to become legal federally in the united states like you can't buy weed in in the united states with a credit card you have to get cash and uh because the credit card companies won't allow you to use the credit cards to buy it so it it's a really weird area we're in because well the federal it just doesn't government have the, won't do it. it doesn't have the support though from the people <laughs> it's not like every single person now just agrees that marijuana should be legalized it's really fucking weird now like i understood before the lobby and everything like that like that would stop it from happening but it's just like such a popular policy now yeah, marijuana I legalization it's just so popular why can't why won't the democrats just fucking do it i i don't like what are the what do they stand to lose from it i mean it must be something but i guess the way i've seen it is that i think a lot of the democrats already think like hey you can i mean it's not like you can't get it yeah. You know what I mean? Like, there's so many states. We're not going to go after states that legalized it. But aren't people still going to jail for it? Yes. You know what I mean? Yes. So that's what but I'm I think, saying. Like, But I think the Democrats don't necessarily care about that. And I think the in most places, you don't do time for weed. You go I to like drug court that's or like they make used, you go to rehab. It's like used, I think, though. You know what I mean? If it is technically illegal, that's the kind of thing that they'll like use mm -hmm. against people. And I don't want to like, you know, I'm not, a, I don't like to get all serious or whatever, but they, you know, they'll use that type of thing predominantly against like, you know, people of color and stuff like yeah. that. They use it as a, as just an excuse to like, whatever, you know, lock them up for something else and then figure out a way to fuck with them or whatever. You know what I mean? So I think the fact that it stays illegal in places and isn't federally legal is still uh you know it can be used as like a weapon by law enforcement against mostly people of color that's what i think well, probably. one of those kennedy freaks the uh robert the, kennedy yeah he's the, the, one the that, you mean the, the anti-vax one not him no the other one okay the, the, that one that guy i've been trying to get an interview with robert kennedy jr the one who's married <laughs> to fucking uh larry's wife from curb your enthusiasm craziest thing that they're married i just find that to be like she has to keep coming out and saying like i don't i don't like agree with him you know imagine you she, have to do that with your husband well she's a fucking absolute psycho fucking kook as well i mean there's just no you know you're not married to a person like that who's like all right i'm gonna take the kennedy fucking fortune and i'm gonna pour it into misinformation about anti-vax stuff like <laughs> millions and millions of dollars and like fighting this crusade 
um, like against information. You can't be married to someone like that and be like, oh, hey, what he does in his spare time. You know, we don't talk about that. I feel like, like his whole life. Is- no, no. no. Uh, really? Well, so- no. The other Kennedy guy one time was doing a the red haired one, the uh, Boston the kid. The kid. He's a Boston guy, yeah. Uh, and he had had been talking, I don't know, at at some kind of a fundraiser or something like that. And somebody sort of asked him, like, "Hey, what do you think about you know legalizing weed?" And he he kind of said, like, it will it'll make it harder for law enforcement to do their job because oftentimes because weed it's another case where like weed smells and the other stuff doesn't. And like when the cops pull you over, they have this reason to search your car if they smell weed and they're not going to smell any other drugs inside the car. And so I think that's a nut like law enforcement is against legalizing weed of course. because it's a tool for them to yeah. get into people's cars to and violate then, their rights. Yeah. Basically. Yeah. So like in a way, like without technically violating their rights, they are because it's a thing they don't care about. They're using this thing that they're not actually going to prosecute to like gain access to your shit. Like, yeah, it's really. Yeah, it's the same. It's the same thing with like people of color and guns, right? Is that like, uh, you know, every fucking weird, like white guy in in the United States has a gun, has several guns, has a fucking arsenal, Mm -hmm. but they'll like pull they'll they'll pull black guys over and just if they find out there's a gun in the car, they kill them immediately, and it it is like they just there's always a reason. There's always like, especially for conservatives and a lot of times even for liberals, there's always a reason that the cops had to kill somebody or Mm -hmm. that like the cops had to harass somebody, you know, where it's, it's really nice, even if you're like a liberal type to say like, or, you know, it's easy if you're like a liberal type to be able to say, Hey, uh, he technically was breaking the law. I mean, uh, so you know, unfortunately, you know, you hate to see somebody get killed, but if you don't break the law, you don't get killed. And I've always, that's always been something that like really pisses me off because like, I mean, white people can just, we can break, we can break laws. All we, yeah. I can do, I shoplift all the fucking time, Chris, mm-hmm. constantly. I'm always shoplifting. That'd be um, funny if like, you're like, uh, you're like saying your crime like yeah I, I can get away with like i always shoplift and i'm like yeah i, I kidnapped someone yeah and you're like you're like what wait hang on well i did read this story <clears throat> i don't know if i can uh i don't know if i can get it i i remember trying to do it last week and uh uh fuck where what week was it there was a week where there was a story about this woman who who uh found out her husband had been shoplifting and they had money and she was just like what am, how do i get him to stop shoplift shoplifting yeah. and i'm just like i mean who cares like you know what's what the fuck is gonna happen yeah <laughs> like, like i mean i guess he could get arrested right no i guess it's it, like, I, no i guess it could be embarrassing for it could be embarrassing for her 
I guess that's a good point. Yeah, like do you know what I mean. It could bring a little bit of embarrassment to her in the in the community or whatever. Sure. Yeah. I guess. I don't know. Uh, I just don't. I think everybody's shoplifting now. I think it's like a very common. Yes. Like, are you laughing? Like, you know, you shoplift. Chris. No, no. Shop, shoplifting is. I'm absolutely a hundred percent all for shoplifting. I will shoplift just just this see something and i just decide you know if i know i can get away with it or whatever i'll shoplift it i'll definitely if i see other people shoplifting i will run all kinds of cover for them and try to make sure like if i see someone getting followed by you know like the security in a in a grocery store um you know they'll like follow someone if they look like maybe like a like a street person or something like that i'll always try to distract the security guard just to be a dickhead like get in the sight lines to like an annoying degree <laughs> so they're like trying to like look around me and like um so i love shoplifting i'm 100 percent pro shoplifting i used to do it all the time when i was younger when i had no money i would shoplift a lot um, i wish that i wish i was coming up now with the uh with the self-checkout Oh, I used to have a stand-up oh. comedy joke that I did about the self-checkout. Um, it was like my big opening joke, and it came from truth. Is I would use it at the Safeway. That's a grocery store around here. Um, but when I lived in the West End of Vancouver, there was a Safeway there with the self-checkout, and I would just go wild at the self-checkout, and I would be getting, I would be putting in different um numbers for things you know i'd be getting all the weighted like nuts and like candies and all the different stuff like that from the bulk bin and i'd be putting in this the lowest i had all the numbers that i knew already um that were like zero you know the lowest amount um and i just fucking cleaned up there cleaned up what do you so what do you shop when you say shoplifting is it all self-checkout or like what type yeah, of yeah, item? i don't i don't shove things down my pants or anything i just i i'd steal a lot i have this strategy with self-checkout you know how it has the thing that weighs the stuff right mm -hmm. uh when you when you scan it you go on a thing it weighs it and then you move on to the next thing uh i have this thing where like if i'm buying something that's pretty expensive i will scan something yeah. and then i will throw the expensive thing in the bag real quick and then when they come over to clear it for me, because I'm like, oh, I don't even know what's going on. Boom. They clear it for you and then you're done. And, you know, you don't have to uh, pay for it. And like at Kroger, their use self scans now have a camera, which I think is the funniest fucking thing in the world that they put a camera like on you so you can see your face thinking they're going to shame you into not stealing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and also like at the end of the checkout sometimes it'll say please wait uh system processing and then it'll it'll put flash up the number of items you scanned and then the person that's running the uh self-scan checkout line is supposed to come and count those items but if you're buying like 60 you know sometimes they're not like gonna come items. count every single item <laughs> yeah, it's so <laughs> stupid so, but you know you what? Know they're going to clear it. This is what we have to do. This is like truly what we have to do. Uh, where I live, it is out of control. The grocery store prices are genuinely out of control. It's not even tenable to live in the city of Vancouver anymore. I make a reasonable amount of money. Do you know what I mean? Like just like a normal person would, fifty, sixty thousand dollars a year. You know, like a, a reasonable, not a lot of money, but a reasonable amount. 
and it is not livable. It is no. not livable. I mean, it is inflation coupled with just the outrageous cost of living already in Vancouver. It is fucking crazy. So this is what we have to do, man. This is really, truly what we have to do. Go, go for big corporations. You want to hit big corporations, not smaller stores. You want to hit big corporations, definitely the ones that are counting the profits, stacking the money, and fucking steal when you can. You know, it's all we have at our disposal now. So really, one of the only powers we have is to steal. Yeah, and it it rules too. Steal from your so, boss as well. Oh, there's not that. I've never been. I mean, I did used to steal from the cable company. I'd steal cable, you know. Mm -hmm. And, yeah. and give it to people steal whatever um, you can I, I i used to do a thing when i had no money at all i would sometimes just call apple and i would complain about a random thing because i realized they had this loyalty program where they could give you a credit of up to 220 dollars and so i would get it like every six months um i would just get a credit i would just make something up to complain about just what? knowing I that i could yeah, that I don't know if it if it exists anymore. I got free AirPod Pros. Um, I got something else too. Two like full high ticket items for free from Apple. That's so funny. Uh, uh, there was always this rumor when we were on tour that if you're a touring act, I guess you can call Chipotle ahead of time and they'll give you free food if okay. you're in a band. So when me and Brett would be on the road with other shows. I mean, you look at us and we kind of looked like a band, just like the way we dress and stuff like that. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, and we never tried it, though. I really wish we would have. So that does. I, I, I think, you know, if you're out there and you think, uh, hey, I'll go uh, I'll go get a discount. You should try that and keep me posted. We you did get one time. Wait, well, a, I just a weed I just thought discount. of a good. Oh, really? From where? Like just like a dispensary, like based on what? In Oregon, uh, my buddy from uh, Tony from Minion Death Cult said he was a veteran, and they just gave him the veterans discount. He said he didn't have the, uh, he said he didn't have the uh, uh, veteran whatever the card is, and they yeah. were like, ah, don't worry about it. You so know, he did stolen nobody... valor. He did stolen. Yeah, because <laughs> it's yeah, against but... the law, so people don't do it. Yeah, but n no, not really. But nobody's going to question you. 99.9% yeah. oh, trust of the time. me. I know I have a character I do when I do my prank calls <laughs> where I call up and I say, I talk about doing stolen valor. And, I know uh, <laughs> that's one of my favorite things. Sometimes it's really <laughs> fun to, to just explain to them how much of a fan I am of the military. And then I start explaining <laughs> how much of a fan I am. And I actually went to a surplus store and got a, I wear it around on like <laughs> holidays and people are always giving me so much great service and everything. Um, I used to yeah, do that a lot. My wife would get real pissed off at me when we would go somewhere and they would do the national anthem. And then before that, they'd say any veterans <laughs> out there stand up and I would stand up and she'd that, like, sit the fuck down, sit down. And I just I thought it was the funniest thing in the world to stand up. I think we talked about it before, but that's just the funniest thing to me, period, that you guys do that in America. Like yeah, any veteran stand up. They just like do it before like a normal game. I remember I was yeah. at like a, I was at like a LA uh, Clippers game, and I was just like, "Oh, is it military night?" You know, nope. and my friends like, "Nope." <laughs> <laughs> so we do every single. You know what's what is really funny at the Vancouver Whitecaps game. Um, I sit in the second row midfield. I have season tickets. Huge soccer fan, um, and. So when the players line up, they literally line up right in front of me, facing directly at me. 
and I don't stand up or take my hat off or get off my phone for the national anthem. And every <laughs> single other person is standing like at attention, singing like hats off. And I'm telling you, we have two American players on our team and they're just fucking evil eyeing me the entire fucking time. But I don't stand up for the Canadian one either. That's you know, so funny. Me and Brett go to a lot of uh, would go to a lot of wrestling shows, uh, mm -hmm. pay-per-views and shit. And uh, AEW will have them do the uh, national anthem at the beginning of the show. I don't know if they're still doing it. I haven't been to a pay-per-view in a long time, but they would have them do the national anthem at the beginning of the show. And the first time we went, I uh, sat through it. I was like, I ain't fucking getting up for that. And then the next time we went, for some reason, man, I just got so fucking uncomfortable that he sat and I stood. And I just yeah. remember, like the whole time I'm standing, I'm like sort of looking around and people are really, really hating him like yeah. a lot. And, uh, now I've turned into like the biggest chicken shit when it comes to sitting down because like, I guess it's like my need to like please people or whatever, but I just don't want anybody to be mad at me. Yeah. Well, <laughs> they don't really care people. in Canada. Like, Sometimes people get mad at me if like maybe there's like American sitting around me, they'll just like say something, you know, like under their breath or whatever. But yeah, it's just like patriotism is just not as people know, I'm sure. I mean, it exists here, but it is not even comparable. I mean, it is like when I go to America, it's one of the main things that I notice is how it's, much everybody there loves America. It is getting less. Not everybody, less. but you know, it is getting like less and less where like you know how the conservatives you know think america sucks now and they yeah. were the biggest patriotic people it's generally like whichever party is in power the other people hate the country and they're like fuck this place you know flying yeah. the american flag backwards did you see that story of uh that woman uh sydney sweeney from uh yeah from what's it called from euphoria that like people found pictures of her with her family and they were wearing like Trump hats and yeah. like, thin blue line shirts and they were like actually getting mad at her and I was just like man uh, I I mean if you've never met some if you don't have somebody in your family like that I don't know what to tell you man yeah <laughs> I live in I live in Canada and I have people like that in my family I live in Vancouver <laughs> British Columbia Canada and there are people like that in my family yeah you can't do anything about it I mean also, people in fucking Hollywood are all fucking losers anyways. I don't care about any of them. I don't care about what they do outside of acting. I, I don't. I don't fucking care. I want to watch them do their acting, do their little make-em-ups. I like to watch the movies and the TV shows and get, help me escape. I don't fucking care. As far as I'm concerned, they're all fucking scum, like every last one of them. But I'll tell you what. She is, uh, she is a very beautiful lady to me, oh I will God. say. <laughs> I will say so, I have seen a couple of photographs or I saw her in a movie rather where she was completely movie? nude. Oh, geez. <laughs> completely nude, Brian. And I'll, let me tell you, she is quite the beautiful lady is all I will say <laughs> without going into what? too much detail. Now it sounds like I'm a pervert. Like what movie was it? You um, know? It's, it's a new one. It's... Um, obsession no what was it called if you look it up it's like a movie from 2021 it's like a shitty movie i was watching it i had no idea what i was in store for 
Um, have you have you seen anything good recently? I've been seeing a lot of movies lately, so I feel like we're on the same level when it comes. Ooh, to I've movies. seen a lot of good stuff. I do want to say just just finally, I do want to say the worst job I ever had was I worked at a collections agency. Oh no, that's doing a tough phone, one. Brett doing phone too. phone collections um, for like uh, phone companies and credit card stuff, and that was Ugh. the worst job. That's that was the worst one. worst job that I ever had by far. Uh, like the Brett people talked- would revel, they would revel in it. Like some of my coworkers, like you know, yeah. and I just found it fucking despicable. I was also terrible at it because I couldn't like tell some fucking person who was on social assistance, like just fucking barely making it that they should pay this bill. You know what I mean? When I knew yeah. that they shouldn't, I knew that it was like your best bet here is to ignore this entirely the way I did and just fucking forget about it and never pay it. Um, but they don't want you to tell them that. But yeah, that was like a truly nightmarish job. I do like a character based on that. I did for a while on my channel early on, which was like the legend where I would call collections agencies and just talk about how I was the legend, how I had more debt than anybody and I was never going to pay any of it and how I was like going to go down in history as one of the greatest legendary debtor. And it would just make them so mad because I knew that those collections agents, like that was the thing that made them the most angry. People who were like, proud of the debt who were just like i'm never gonna pay you know i i actually because i worked at the cable company uh they subcontract they subcontracted collections and non-pay disconnects while i was there so basically so guys like me who worked for the actual company didn't have to do it and get miserable you know what i mean uh because it would that shit just burns through people because it's you know you're actually going to somebody's fucking house Oh yeah, we I never went in person. It was all over the phone, but it's the same shit. You know, you're calling someone and they're just like, yo, this is my story. This is what's happening with me. Um, here's where I'm at. And I'm like, Yeah, you gotta fucking pay this four hundred dollars or they're gonna fucking wreck your credit. And they're just like, I can't, I don't have food to eat and shit. Like I'm out yeah. here in rural fucking Saskatchewan, like just trying to literally make it through the this fucking day and like here i am calling on behalf of this fucking corporation trying to collect a bunch of money for like f- uh, fees and shit that they tacked on and like yeah it was truly 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 awful and i i had to just like quit i just like couldn't do it anymore they they would hand us in the morning for a period of time when i was there they would like hand us a, col- a big stack of papers like mm-hmm you know, 15, 20 of them and say, if you finish your work early, we need you to go run around and do non-pay disconnects. And I mean, in order to do a non-pay disconnect, you have to go into the person's backyard and disconnect Mm. them, which is incredibly shitty. Yeah. And and in my uh, uh, orientation, they, they explained to me like, well, you know, they didn't pay their bill. So if you go there and you turn off the kids, uh, SpongeBob SquarePants, and uh, the kid says something. Just tell them their parents didn't pay the bill and they can't afford. Like that was what I was Ugh. taught in orientation uh, at that place. And uh, so when they would hand us those those piles of disconnects, I would just shove them under the seat in my car and sit in a parking lot and smoke cigarettes when I finished working. And uh, when I quit, I had. I mean, I had like the most amount of non-pay disconnects in in, in my car and it in my truck, and it was just like I couldn't fucking do it, man. I couldn't be like 
standing on a ladder in somebody's backyard, disconnecting their cable when you can see in the window their kid is watching, you know, yeah. cartoons or whatever in the morning. <laughs> Yeah, do it. and it's like it's just like you're disappointing the kid, but then also you're like just creating this horrific situation for the parent of like shame and like oh god, yeah that's yeah nasty. they love that uh, shit they fucking love I mean that was that was always the thing where they were like well you, you you know we make our money doing this and I'm like not really I mean this company is sort of uh it's like uh. uh recession proof or, or whatever it, the cable company is not going out of fucking business yeah you know and like that was the, always the thing that was always the thing i couldn't i that was why i couldn't care and i think that is really why i got where i am now or or you know over the years doing this is that like i just remember being there like it's not true that people not paying like people not paying their bill is not going to hurt this because most people are going to pay their fucking bill and uh you know everybody has to have it now yeah like that was the same thing with the power company and shit was like it's like i mean most people want to pay their bills it's stupid i don't get why you know but even me when i first had an opportunity to go on unemployment i said no i don't want to go on unemployment i don't want to you know for lack of a better term at the time, I didn't want to be a moocher. You know yeah. what I mean? And uh, as soon as I had lost a job, I went out that same day and got another job. Like I've never in my life been able to collect unemployment. Mm -hmm. Not a single fucking time because like of the I think shame. I, have, I think I have for a short period of time when I was like in my 20s and I lost a job, there was like a time in Vancouver where there was just no fucking jobs. It was just like the job market was so fucking bad that I legitimately couldn't. But yeah, I feel that. I understand that. Um, but also, like, I'm kind of at a place now in my life where I really do feel like I'll, I'll take what I can get where I can get it as long as it's not from my fellow citizen. You know, I don't yes. want to take from my fellow citizen who's who's fucking fighting out there like I am. But if I get a chance to take money from the government or a yes. corporation... And I can do it, and I know that I will not have any real serious ramifications for it. Then I will fucking take that opportunity every single time now, without feeling bad about it at all. You know, it's like those PPP loans people were complaining about, um, how people were getting them, and uh, you know, you can obviously look up and know that me and Brett got a PPP loan. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and. Uh, because they said they were forgiving them all. It's like, why wouldn't you? Take why wouldn't you get it? Yeah. That, yeah. I, I don't understand that. Take. Yeah, you can't. I mean, the hypocrisy, I guess a lot of people are highlighting those people complaining. You guys are also are not complaining about student loans being forgiven. You know what I mean? You guys yeah. are also like, so it's the hypocrisy that people are highlighting with those people. I think <laughs> I don't know that anyone was really begrudging them for taking out the money i don't think you can nor should you regardless of what your political affiliation is if your fucking government is giving out free money fucking take it fucking take <laughs> it from like yeah and the student loan shit has been so frustrating to me because it's like they're like he yeah we'll we'll get up to twenty thousand taken off but it's like i owe 60 to eighty thousand, something like that it's like that's not really going to make any difference in my life um to take off 10 to 20,000 you got to yeah. cancel the whole fucking thing and uh 
if people like i love the conservative thing of like well my car payment identifies as a student loan is like yeah. a joke i've seen a lot and it's like buddy i would love it if they forgave your car payment yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? like, i'd be pro that i'd be for that yeah yeah but solidarity you know. solidarity you know reach I'll, I'll reach across the aisle and agree that we should give less money to the government and if they're going to give it back to us that's good yes <laughs> yeah. i can that is a nonpartisan issue but like sticking up for matt gates for getting like 450 grand out mm -hmm. of that out of the uh, uh ppp loan stuff is kind of like you know what man that but guy that's, he he is the government yeah yeah that doesn't really seem like that that doesn't seem like it should work that way he's part of the fucking government you know i know it's <laughs> you know like what well, he's part of what's forgiving the loans how the fuck did he get one yeah and you're trying to figure out how to like like we know these are fake employees that are getting paid you know what yeah. i mean it's it's yeah. i mean matt gates doesn't have to keep payroll you know what i mean who no. to who i think you get a stipend if you're running like if you're a governor i hate that guy he just with the, i have his cell just, phone number you should call him and tell him i, I have him. <laughs> well chris it's not on my channel because it's Anyways, I won't get into it, but maybe certain legalities or whatever or whatever it is. But I, I promise you that I have called him and I promise you that he had turned his phone off as a result of the call. <laughs> well, Chris, it's always good for me to talk to you. And obviously, people are going to hear a lot of me and you here in uh, uh, October. Usually, like the last week of September is the Opie and Anthony episode of Shocktober. Uh, where we listen to a lot of OP audio, or we could, yeah. Um, and then this, and again, you haven't even decided this year about what, which shows are going to be. So it might not even might not be that that way this year. It might be a different. Oh show no, altogether. it's always there's traditions here, and and we all know it's well, OP sometimes and traditions. Anthony. It's good to break traditions and just move forward and stuff. But yeah, yeah, we'll see. I guess it has to start with OP and Anthony. It has to end with Man Cow. Unfortunately, all Grease Man, Grease Man has to be in there. You told me you were thinking about not having the grease man on no i have to do grease man yeah uh i had thought about not doing it because i didn't think i could find enough in an archive but that was a lie and uh there is plenty of archive i just yeah. didn't want to do it and there's also like i'm considering uh you wouldn't have heard of these guys i i can't imagine you would have heard of them uh there is a midwestern sort of shock jock thing that they came up with a thing called the steak and blowjob friday or something like that it was just i've like, heard of that i it, i believe that was like on like something about like women's day international women's day and then international men's day it was like an, it was like an answer to international women's day was steak yes. and a blowjob day for men yes and that's bob and tom oh i and, know bob uh, and tom who do you think okay. i am of course well, I, know I can't bob and tom. i don't know why a canadian would know bob and tom <laughs> well just from i guess from like comedians and stuff and maybe like i mean i don't know i also listen to a lot of radio and prank radio all the time so i know bob yeah. and tom real well yeah i didn't know they came up with that they did I, that's what somebody mentioned to me yesterday and i think i'm gonna throw bob and tom as the new 
yeah. sort of uh, yeah. show. We're going to have Bob and Tom, the Grease Man, Opie and Anthony, Howard Stern, Man Cow, and, uh, you know, uh, probably Bubba. I, I always, every year I'm like, we should not do Bubba. But, but Bubba, Bubba last, like Bubba really, definitely two years ago, like when we really sort of started to uh, um, figure out how much of a liar he is. Yeah, uh, he really started to pop off with some of his stories that were all like a hundred percent lies, every single bit of it. So that was pretty cool. I I personally think, and people might disagree with me on this, but I think he can scrap Howard Stern. I think Howard Stern. I mean, I've heard that. I have actually had people say that because it depends. I mean, if we're watching, listening to new stuff, and it's really bad. But I guess like if we if we listen to old Howard Stern, I generally like it. And so yeah. it's an entirely different thing. Um, but if you're listening to new Howard Stern, I guess there was, when he did that Alex Jones bit or whatever, the puppet <laughs> bit, I mean, that was pretty, pretty bad, definitely. So if there was like new, enough new footage like that, I think. Um, Plenty but of I that. I, I wouldn't mind, uh, yeah, um, not doing Howard um, because again, just, that's, that's a personal thing too. Cause he's like a hero of mine and it's really fucking sad for me to like, I don't, I literally don't like to like in a, in a way more serious way. I do not like to hear what he has become now, you know, it's just so hard not to do him. You know what I mean? But this is also the fourth season, so he can take a year off. You also, know, though, if we do if we do him, can I have a request that we do play the clip of yours truly on Howard Stern from a few years ago? Howard and Robin enjoying my prank phone call, jacking off to Roger Stone. Of course we All can. Right. But right. yeah, I, I don't know. I Howard Stern is a weird one because, uh, you know, a few people yesterday when I started, you know, kind of trying to put together who I wanted to do and was kind of you know, trying to, I'm, I'm pumping myself up for it is like a few people said, I don't think you need to do Howard Stern, but yeah. I, I don't, maybe we rotate them out and do them next year. You know what I mean? Like, uh, you, you sort of rotate them out. You do, do the fun ones, but yeah, I think we will maybe leave Stern off this year, unless I see a lot of really bad modern stuff. It seems like it's something we should do, but like, it's not like anything's happening with him. He's, he's not like ending, uh, the show or anything like that. He's still got five years and, and like, you're right. Like his old stuff is either one like offensive in a way that I can't play it on the show. Yeah. And, uh, or Good. Like incredibly funny and good yeah so he's a tough one to do so maybe we'll leave him out we'll do bubba uh maybe go back to like us this year i don't think we did like us last year and bob and uh, tom are they bad yeah they're bad i mean do you think i mean really no radio's good none of these guys are good because i i did i did have a, a suggestion as well potentially um and that is to do Scott Shannon, Scott and Todd, or Scott Shannon, who's a legend of radio. Um, in Florida or in New York? New York. Let me see if I can find some Scott and Todd. See but I always a, felt like they were a guess, different thing. You know? I guess also, no, their shock jocks definitely, but you're right. And I guess because they were made fun of on, Shock-to- on Jocktober, rather. 
so much. Maybe it's it's not it's good to not do shows that were like actually made fun of already on on Jocktober, you know? Yeah, but there's that guy that you cover you, you prank in Florida, and I can't remember what his Ed name Till. was. Ed Till. No, the other the, Shannon the, Burke. The, the, Shannon Burke. Yes, that's a guy that if I can find audio, he might be a good candidate for a a, a new guy. He that, shot his wife and his dog. I know. He might be a good candidate. And he's buddies with Bubba. By the way, I'm laughing. He both survived, but he, I, yes. he did he did famously shoot his wife and dog. Yeah. Uh, this guy is he is like he's still doing his show to this day on Florida mm-hmm. Man Radio, the fucking absolute boneyard of radio hosts in, in Florida. <laughs> And and this guy fucking has the well, five o'clock an hour, like just doing the fucking classic old school radio voice. I would love to do Shannon Burke. He's I've heard them mention him briefly too. Yeah, as one of like Bubba's guys on like O and A. So yeah, it would be an interesting one. Maybe yeah, we could I'll do like a show. Maybe and I know you you make all the decisions, but maybe we could do a show like one where it's clips like smaller shows do you know what i mean so we yeah. do like one show and then we have like some a few bob and tom few like you know um and then we Mo- sort of monsters, see what the monsters yeah. in the morning are, monsters are and we see who, who people who people like the most and then they can decide like okay this this out of this one we're, we're gonna have five and then the most popular one returns next year as its own show you know yeah yeah i think that's a good idea i i like i said we also talked about maybe if we replace howard stern we just do a an episode on radio wars that hmm. Howard Stern will be in obviously because he had a lot of radio wars and uh yeah there's a few ideas that that you've come up with and that I've been thinking about it's really literally I'm going on vacation this weekend and then I'm coming back and figuring this whole thing out so I'm pretty oh, yeah. excited all right Chris tell people where to find you uh, not even a show new season uh coming out on Monday September 5th uh not youtube.com slash not even a show patreon.com slash not even a show i do pranks on all these radio and political people um and i'm really excited about this new season i am too i am too um the show's very funny and uh chris i love you you know what happens when i hit end so i will talk to you again soon bye bye a time comes when silence is betrayal the fucking silence! Oh. The fucking silence works hard into hatred All left away to sit and regress To kill it from the bomb Point and seize the smoke in words Yeah, why? Fucking silence!
silence of the night have found that the calling to speak is often a vocation of agony. But we must speak.